Hey everybody, this is Rob the Lifeguard, and uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry for the extremely long wait time in between episodes. We kind of just didn't really record a whole lot. Uh, we recorded some stuff, but it was very kind of mishmash here and there. And, uh, yeah, we're back. Folks, thank you for, for listening. Uh, we, uh, we checked our stats and the, the podcast is still growing. People are still listening. People are still finding out about it, even without us recording anything. And I think that's kind of why we were a little bit more incentivized to, uh, get together and record some more. It's also a lot of fun and it's a great excuse to hang out. But yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all for you folks. It's all for you, no matter what. No matter what we say, no matter what we do, it's all about you in the end and what we do for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I didn't know what to call this episode, so we're just gonna call it season two because it's been so long. So this is season two, episode one. And we're just going to act like this, this thing has seasons now. And that's how it is. Enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. All right, testing. What do I got? What do I got? There yeah, we go. I'm, a, I'm Testing, a, testing, testing. Testing, testing, testing. And we're recording. Okay. Just while we're still on the topic. So we just saw the brand new trailer for uh, Matrix. By the way... This is Robbie the Lifeguard. Uh, Hello, this is KJ Gant, a.k.a. <laughs> Greasy Gant, a.k.a. Grizzly, Grizzly Gant, a.k.a. Gonzo Gant. Glizzy, Glizzy Gant. A.k.a. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's a hot dog? Hot dog Gant? Glizzy. Glizzy Gant. Glizzy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's been fucking like a year almost since we posted anything. It's been forever. Our like podcast blew up since we've been gone. Thank you guys for keeping on. Yeah, listening. it is actually weird. I wouldn't say we, we've blown up, but there's a lot. We've gotten a lot more listeners just like while it was sitting in in there it's kind of strange like it's more than tripled at least in 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 terms of audience size and what have you so yeah we appreciate anybody who's listened we appreciate anybody who um uh has uh, has endured (coughs) this this uh crazy time this void of us not being there this void i actually went back and listened to the last uh couple podcasts that we did and like the last things we were talking about was like me monologuing about the end of the world and all that stuff and what was strange is i was half right and half wrong i mean basically i said like yeah the whole the world's gonna erupt and we're gonna have a civil war and i think that was like in november when i said that and uh that was the podcast that w- it was called prepare to eat people and things like that well we d- we haven't started eating people yet we haven't started eating people so i, I was wrong about that um at least well at have. least i should say collectively we have not eaten people i don't know individually who her has not some exactly. people may have some people may have not but there was like an insurrection <laughs> and all that shit so there was a civil war for sure yeah i think who won we just took down the statue today the uh robert e lee statue in virginia so i we, mean i feel like nobody won i feel like we're all losing yeah we're still in we're this. still losing we're still in this covid one covid's winning covid one covid's one yeah but we just watched, so the date is fucking, what's the date? Who cares? It's uh, Thursday, September, September 9th. 9th. Never forget. And we just watched Matrix trailer. 
I we, love it. I'm so the trailer looks excited. really good, and they, they the way they did that they nailed the trailer. I'm not. I'm predicting the movie's gonna suck. I knew you were gonna say that. I remember talking to my significant other, Dandy, about this, and I was like, "I'm fucking so excited. I bet you, I bet you, Robbie's gonna be like." fucking this thing looks like it's I'm going to see it and it's going to make at least a billion dollars if not more. I, I'm so glad it's coming out on HBO Max too. It's like I love yes, that's watching true. movies at home. I don't know. Oh, so then else. it won't make a billion dollars then cuz people will watch it at home. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I love watching movies at home. Oh yeah, it's kind of crazy thing about people are breaking box office records during this time. Yeah. Like that new Marvel movie just broke the box office record Did for it actually? for uh this weekend. Like this weekend, uh, it, it was so we're talking Day. NBA statistics now. We're not we're talk, talking like we're talking okay. about like Memorial Day statistics. Which the last movie to do that was the Halloween series by Rob Zombie. Okay, which I fucking love that guy. That I love that um, that that version of the movie. But anyways, yeah, I fucking am excited for this. Um, I haven't seen. I remember watching two and three, and just like everybody else, either they didn't watch it because of whatever reasons, or they just don't remember it, and they kind of blend together. Um, so I'm I'm gonna rewatch those. It comes out in three four months from now, so maybe every. Yeah, December. Yeah. Watch watch one movie for every so, month. So, before we move on to the plethora of things that we have to talk about, can we just talk about how the fact that, like, yes, The Matrix, at least the first one, I haven't seen the other two. The first one is amazing. It's groundbreaking. It's a masterpiece. It doesn't make any fucking sense. There, there's a lot of theories on what it means and, and how people... I would... I wish, Dandy, you still here? I don't think they're here. I wanted to talk about their theory on what it is uh, because the I'll, I'll butcher this. So excuse me. The, the, it's about like, you know, how Neo is trying to find himself. He finally becomes the one he always truly was going to be kind of this Jesus type character. Um, there's characters in that that they change because of um, like Hollywood changes stuff. But the directors, the Wachowski brothers. Now uh, sisters. Now sisters. They transition into women, which is really interesting. That whole the- uh, that theory about you know. Well, that's what I think they're nature. alluding to is the whole like I feel like I've been a dream. Yeah, yeah. So that's what yeah. kind of number one kind of people theorize it was about it was about their lives and uh, becoming who they truly want to be, uh, being women. And N- Neo and another character in there was in the, the character. Uh, it was a blonde lady or short hair. I don't know if you remember her in, in number one. She yeah. was she was supposed to her avatar in there in the Matrix. She was supposed to be a woman, hmm. and then when they jump out of the Matrix in real life, it was supposed to be a man. Uh, it was too confusing for you know normal people. So interesting. Uh, I actually would have really liked that. Would, been so that's sick. just a really cool way of playing with the concept and all that. So maybe they'll bring that back in this one. But uh, Prob- I yeah, I'm excited. I man. guarantee you they will. I'm excited. Will. Um, yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, so. Dude, what what have we done? What have we done? You know, in what do we, in what order do you want to go? Do you want to go from most recent to back? So, well, I don't work at the pool yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm say. Talk about that. You don't work at the pool anymore. I don't work at the pool anymore. So, can you just say what you worked for? No. <laughs> yeah, you can say what division you worked in the pool. Probably not because I still work at the pool. <laughs> but um, I, I could don't care. <laughs> well, uh, I worked in tech support at the pool. <laughs> yeah, you worked in tech support. I helped pool. idiots reset passwords for nine years. How, how do you feel that now it, you're gone? A lot of pe- a lot of a lot of people confused. want to know. A lot of people want to know. They always ask me, you know, how you doing? Do you? A lot of people surprisingly are like, "Are you struggling? Like, how, how's?" And I and then I joke around. I'm like, "Who who who is this? Oh, I, I totally forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't even know how he's doing. But uh, no, people will like, I always tell them like, "You're doing good. You got a bunch of stuff going on. I think you're happier now than you were working for them. Am I wrong? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel confused because so 
I didn't get my last days, which I'm kind of happy about. But basically, they closed the pool because of COVID on my last days. And so I didn't get to say goodbye. I kind of had like a weird goodbye virtually with yeah, like we some had a people. meeting, a virtual meeting. Yeah. On Zoom esque. And, uh, they, and it was one of those time. meetings where it was like, what the fuck is this even? What? And it was just like an hour. Yeah. And like, wait, did you guys say anything? Nobody said anything. Um, and then at the end, I kind of got to say like virtually goodbye. And it just didn't, it feels weird because it's kind of like it to me. It didn't give me the closure. Yeah. And like the next day and the next couple of days, I was like, yeah, I guess I got to go to work. And then I'm like, what the? Also, I'm keep going to the gym right next to it. So it's like this weird thing where I feel like I'm going to work, but I'm not. I thought about why I ever see you in there again. I'm like, no, you probably never go back. There's no reason for you to go back. To what? The mall just or the, whatever? Yeah. Just go in the mall and be like, ah, oh, I miss the mall. I, I don't. I, I did. I've gone on a couple dates now with somebody who works at the mall. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask where she worked, they worked at, but it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think... You Which, by the way, folks, the pool is in the mall. The pool is like next to the mall area. It's um, open all year round. That's why it's good open. It's inside, so that's why it could be open. <laughs> um, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad you're gone. I'm glad I, I keep thinking in my you're head. You're glad I'm gone. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm glad yeah, I'm glad I'm, 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 I'm gone. I'm glad I don't see your miserable face there. I really was getting miserable at the end there, man. I was getting so fucking miserable. Yeah, but yeah, that closure thing, it's funny that it's like almost like seeing, you know, your grandpa, grandma or grandpa or somebody passed away and you don't get to see their body. Yeah, so it kind of feels like this weird thing where it's like, it feels like I'm on just like an extended three-week vacation because it's only been three weeks. And your vacation started out strong. Can we talk about that? That was so fucking fun. So uh, I'm getting married. uh, And that's another thing. Holy fuck. I know, right? I'm getting married. And uh, we had our like uh, engagement party with my family in California. And right now we live in Pennsylvania. So that's quite a distance away to ask anybody to venture out to. So I told a few friends here and there, not really expecting anybody to go. But Robbie went and seven. Hang on. Hang on. Look, can we clarify something? It wasn't a few friends here and there. He told everybody in the fucking store. He invited everybody at our fucking job at the pool. Because I knew nobody every would single go. person. I knew none of them would go. It's like it's like when somebody asks, like when you had a party, if you have a party or you go somewhere, you go rock climbing, and then they're like, dude, why don't you invite me? You know that person was never gonna come. Yeah. You would we invite this people people to come on this podcast. And like, oh, I would love to come on, and then they never come That's or they right. just bail out on us. So right. it's like, okay, there's no harm in inviting people. Um, the only harm in that is if I say these people are coming and we make tacos for 100 people and 20 of them don't come, we just have extra sh- sh- tacos, which those tacos were delicious. Those were amazing Anyways, tacos. So like eight people went out. We went to California. Sounds like you had a good time. We went to San Diego, California. The first, San Diego is incredible, man. The first thing you said you did was well, when you got off the plane, what happened? with? I the, hitched a ride. How? How did that happen? So the... the I'm telling you, and this is more or less defined most of my experience with San Diego. So I get out of the airport. I was going to Uber out, but it was like an additional. There was like. So Uber is costing a lot more these days than than I'm used to. I didn't realize that. But basically, I looked at the Uber uh, quote. and I'm like, fuck that. That's like insane. Right. Just to go. How much was it? It was like 20 bucks just to go like a few blocks. And. Now, you know how airports are stupid where, like, you can't just, like, walk out. You have to, like, get a car just so you can go, like, a couple blocks. You have to go in the right area. By the way, I haven't even told you about me leaving yet. That was crazy on my way back. Talk about Um, it. But, yeah, so, uh, we anyway, get I get 
like we'll start walking out and I'm like, there's no fucking sidewalks. Like I have to walk in the fucking highway to get out of here. And this guy like sees me with my like military style backpack slash I basically the where I like to travel is I have a huge backpack on the back and then I wear a backpack on the front. So I kind of look like like SEAL Team 6 or something running in or something. And but I find it to be like the most efficient way of carrying all your shit. And it's just great. And this guy like sees me. He's like, dude, right on, man. Like, that's the way to do it. And I'm like, what? and I'm like, yeah, Thank man, you. thanks. And then I'm like, hey, just do you know where like the closest sidewalk is? So I could just start walking <laughs> into the city. And he's like, nah, man, there's like no sidewalks. Hey, how about I just give you a ride? And I'm, I'm telling you, this is exactly how he talks. Like, this is exactly it's it. Like California vibes. For yeah. Me. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. And so I get in his car. And as soon as I get in his car, he's like, yeah, man, like, I just want you to know, like, this is how we are here in San Diego, man. Like, this is how we do it. Like, this isn't like L.A. This isn't like San Francisco. Fuck San Francisco. Yeah. This is how we are here, man. Like, we look out for each other. Like, it's not like the rest of the country, man. I've been all over the country. This place is totally different, man. And, like, <laughs> mind you, he doesn't look like a surfer or anything like that. He was more like, like, if I was to guess his heritage, he was like a fat, like, Arabic-looking dude or whatever, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, I mean... I mean, I'm guessing he's been there his whole life and everything. I'm not saying like he's like an immigrant or whatever, no, but yeah. like, but like, expect that. that's how like ingrained, like, I guess uh, people get very quickly. Yeah, I'm thinking mind blonde you, hair, blue eye type dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, mind you, like everybody I met, even I met people who were like, like from Jersey and things like that. It's still like the same thing where it's like, yeah, man, I'm from Jersey, but like I've been here for like 10 years. That is hilarious. Yeah. That really puts it in my head. Like, why are these people so happy? I mean, even moving here from California, I was in Northern California where this guy, this guy said, fuck San Francisco. Yeah. I was more near San Francisco. And even people out there are nice, but this is like overly nice. Yeah. Or I'm like, is it the beach? Is it because they're so close to the water? I, I don't know, but I was shocked at how real that the whole like they're way friendlier a hundred percent i was you know you hear these things and for me i'm always like well let's be honest it's probably more complicated and like yeah. they're probably only marginally nicer or what no like san diego san diegoans or whatever you call them are i mean over the top yeah more friendly they're way more friendly a hundred percent and even to their, uh, even to like a negative uh, place where they're overly nice, or the, if you move there and you like, let's say you're not inherently nice, you move there, you feel like you have to be nice, so you fake being nice. Even those people, even though they're faking, they're still like, they still have to fit in. They still have to be nice. There's no dicks there. I don't. Think, I've well, that's what I'm saying. Is like even the people that I met that weren't from San Diego. But had only been there for five years or whatever, like that type of thing. Like a lot of them, it was very strange. I'd be like, are you from here? And they would be like, well, I've been here for five years, so I guess. And I'm kind of like, all right, fine, fucking whatever. Which is kind of a weird thing where it's kind of like anywhere else in California where they say nobody is actually from here. So like a lot of the people I, were yeah. I was talking to would be like, I'm from Jersey. I'm from wherever. But where does this dude take you? Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? Where so he took me downtown because... I was kind of confused and I just, he ended up taking me further away from where I needed to be, but I didn't really care because it did end up giving me a cheaper Uber ride. And also then he took me downtown and I got pizza and same concept. Everybody like I talked to there was just like over the top friendly. How I was would you really, get pizza out of all things you get in California? Why don't you go get Mexican? I was just really hungry and I was next to a pizza place yeah, and like, they had it. a deal where it was like two slices for $5 or something like oh, that. How was it? 
It was very good. Really? Okay. It was very, very good. Okay. And again, same deal. Like the people were extremely friendly. Um, San Diego, man, is mo- probably the most underrated city I've ever. I mean, I haven't been to every major city, but I never hear people talk about San Diego. San Diego is absolutely incredible. Yeah, the first thing out of everybody's mouth when they talk about California is like, oh, are you from L.A.? You know, that's always the thing, of course, because Hollywood and everything like that. But San Diego, out of California cities that are most known, I feel like that is the last stop for most people for some reason. Well, let, let's just go over. I mean, basically, like the, these are the reasons why San Diego, to me, really was incredible. First and foremost, I grew up, I mean, to you, you, you were raised in California, California. So yeah, yeah, yeah. your idea of California is different. My idea of California was like, I always heard that the modern reality is different. That like, it used to be amazing. Like back in the seventies, like it was this, like you hear about this California dream about the way it used to be like once upon a time in Hollywood and all that, where it's like back in the day, California was where it's yeah. at. Right. I get there. The place I first stayed was Ocean Beach. The rest of San Diego didn't seem like like Ocean Beach per se, but that was basically the way I grew up being told how California used to be. Yeah. That's how it was. People walking barefoot, like hot girls with no makeup on that like are just smoke people smoking weed in the street. It was kind of like a Woodstocky vibe, oh, yeah. almost. Yeah, food everywhere too. I mean, food is fucking I, incredible. I couldn't. I ate Mexican food every day. When, when I showed up around the same time you did, I think it, like a couple of days earlier or so, and you know, the first thing we do is get Mexican food, and it was at this place I've been before a few years ago, and it's just like a shitty, greasy Mexican food place, fast food. And it was fucking amazing. It was like a huge burrito for like four dollars or so. And it was fucking amazing. I love it. And then um, I was using the scooters the whole time. There's these scooters. Oh, you yeah, rent, dude. That shit's incredible. Around. I mean, they're kind of expensive if you think about it. You could just buy your uh, own. But if you're there visiting, do it. It's fucking worth the it. The electric scooter deal it's is fucking incredible. worth it. And we, you, you and I were staying in similar places or, or near the beach where I was like a, maybe a 15-minute ride to the beach driving distance like 30 40 minute walk but those scooters got me there in a you yeah. know no time and it was fucking amazing went to the beach every day got some sun well they also the crazy thing is so they this is like i guess a newer thing they have more streets shut down for pedestrians yeah, than yeah. i have ever seen in my life they said they we're did talking that. suburbs yeah 100%. like they have suburban roads shut down they, just for pedestrians they said they did that because of covid uh they used to have like the markets out there and food and hmm. people selling stuff out there because they couldn't be inside and then they're yeah, just like this no, is no, an amazing cause, idea because we were far out though too there was places where it was like we are far from the hubs and they still have pedestrian roads. Yeah, I wonder if they just adopted it from a COVID. Oh, I, I, my theory is that the people did didn't want Waze, that Waze app. So here's okay. What? So in, so this is another thing about San Diego that blew my mind. Okay, so everybody knows Los Angeles traffic insanity, right? It's yeah. just bonkers. Now I don't know how it is all the time in San Diego, dude. There's you're gonna say there's like not really any traffic. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hit traffic one time. It basically the was the are, dream. Like the, they they did it. They the did the thing. Are that amazing. They, the freeways are the amazing. freeways work. Like the way the the way they do it in San Diego is what 
LA was trying to accomplish. Exactly. They actually did it in San Diego. And there's a shit ton of people. You there, can get so. anywhere in the whole fucking city. We got quick, to, quick. we went to Chula Vista, which is a whole nother fucking city. Like, I didn't realize that. I thought you were talking about a neighborhood. Like, Chula Vista is like, city, yeah. is their version of like Brooklyn. It's basically like, the it's you're going to another fucking city. Yeah, we got there in 30 minutes. Yeah, it's uh, if you look up how many miles away that is, I don't know how many miles away it is, but for every minute, it's like every mile a minute. It's like you could go on the freeway. It's th- it's 20 miles. You get there in fucking 20 minutes. I, I was shocked at how easily yeah with uber i just assumed california it's san diego my idea was that it would be a lot more no dude they actually figured it out like they have their transportation any situation figured the fuck out anytime we no matter the it didn't matter it didn't matter yeah you're right that's a good observation we got google got the places so so then going back to that with the whole that's what was so curious to me the other thing that was so curious about the whole them closing down all the roads is they have all these suburban neighborhoods where they've closed down the roads. I think the reason for that is, so you hear about these horror stories in other cities where the Waze app has like destroyed these neighborhoods because the Waze app, what it does is it directs traffic for people where it's like, okay, traffic is busy here or whatever. So in LA, apparently for a long time, they were just really getting fucked up because all of these different neighborhoods would just get like, uh, traffic jams and just lots more traffic. Um, people were more likely to get injured in their own neighborhood because the Waze app was essentially spreading all the traffic out as thinly across the city as possible. That's so fun. my guess is that in San Diego, they were like, fuck that. And so they fully closed uh, lots and lots and lots of roads in these sub- in these suburbs. So they're like, no, you cannot come. This you is not flat a out. This street. is only for people this who live here or for street. people who are walking or cycling. That's so sick. Yeah, that was so sick. And so that's what I'm talking about. Where it's like, even with that, they yeah. still have no traffic. I again, I wasn't. This is post COVID, yeah. so we don't know what it was like. Exactly. But that, so this is the next thing is like when we went to all these bars. Uh, every single bar we went to was outfitted for like 500 people. Like they could, I even the last one, I think I told you next to the airport to go to this bar. And even that one, every single bar I went to, you would think it's like this is a small bar. And then you keep going, you go to the back room. And you're like, what the fuck? That's huge. And then there's another room. Yeah. And then there's like a patio. And it's like every single thing is outfitted for like 500 people. So I was kind of confused in the standpoint of they're clearly outfitted for huge, at, at a minimum, huge fluctuations yeah. in traffic. So I don't know we if gotta get just that. really benefited from... Yeah, again, again I, I grew up in California, but I grew, grew up far away from San Diego, so I didn't get... I, this is like me experiencing this stuff with you is some of my first experiences, like in downtown San Diego or like in certain areas, like going kayaking, like everything that was my first experience. So I don't know what it was like post... Pre, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah. You know, could have totally changed. But yeah, that uh, fucking getting there was awesome. We for, first The airport, days. never seen a city like this. The airport is smack dab in the city. It's like yeah. a thousand feet away from the ocean. Yeah, it's fucking right there. It's fucking Which right was, there. I've never experienced anything like that where most of the time when they say it's like Philadelphia, Airport, New York, you're still like an hour or two hours outside of the city. It sucks, yeah. And it's a whole logistical nightmare to get from the airport. You have to pay like a hundred bucks with Uber or whatever, yeah. but it's a whole logistical nightmare to get from the airport to the actual city not these guys they literally just drop you dead center oh, in yeah. the city even renting a car is awesome if you rent a car they have a shuttle that takes you directly to the rent center it's huge it's like a fucking huge parking lot full of different rent rent cars you could just get one and leave it's so awesome 
But uh, the second day we were there, it was so beautiful. Like, this is the story I tell everybody when they say how was San Diego. It was so cool to see all my friends yeah. there. I had eight people with us. When we were on that grassy knoll thing. Yeah. Exactly. So you were thinking about, dude, yeah. that's so funny because literally I, that in the moment and then even this morning when I was driving up, I, I was thinking about that exact moment. Was, so we, we were uh, on the beach waiting for friends. People started to show up. It was so crazy. We were walking and then somebody, Corey and his boyfriend were going to meet us there and they're from Pennsylvania as well. We were walking. We see them happen chance and we're like, oh, cool. We're here. And then like it just it just worked out so perfectly. We went to go get food at this like Mexican place. Yeah. Amazing fish tacos. But, but and also like that moment, though, where for a brief moment, like everybody had just arrived. It was Cam and Corey, the, Logan yeah, and Dom. Gonna say. That's what I'm going to say. So we, yeah. get, we get food. We go to this grassy part in front of the beach, and we just sit there, and we're eating, and fucking sun's out. You could hear the waves crashing, and everybody's talking with each other. Logan shows up from his his uh, flight. Dom shows up. Like, a lot of our friends. And it was just so cool to see everybody together. And that was like that. That was when I was like, okay, this is peace. This yeah. is what peace feels like. And uh, It was, felt like something out of a movie. It, it was awesome. Like, we weren't even talking. We no. were just kind of just chilling there. Just chilling. Just and chilling. that was like a really fucking... That was like a that was like a moment in my life where I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, this yeah, is a cool moment. Yeah, 100%. Dandy uh, and I were high as fuck, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. You got, like, the weed and everything down there is cheap and good. And I think you get a discount in most of these places if you, if you have an out-of-state license, too. So, like, some of these places will give you a discount. Uh, Dandy and I got, like, these $3 joints that were, like, little tiny, but mm. really good joints. Um... I think it was either that day or the next day we went kayaking, cave kayaking yeah. to be well, exact. Well, we didn't go into a cave, but yeah. we, that was the idea. We was signed the, up. It was $60 per person. I, well, now also that's the next crazy thing about that place is what? when we go back there, we get half off. Oh, it's for I the rest was, of our lives. Are you serious? I think so. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that place was sick. I, I looked up on Reddit, like what the best place to kayak in San Diego and they referenced this place. It's called like California. California. Everyday California. Everyday California. We got these. We got some merch from there and everything. That's a fucking awesome place. They're very friendly. They're very just. They yeah. They're like that dude that picked you up from the, the airport. Yes. They're just very down to earth, friendly. They'll talk to you. Everybody there was having a good time. They have a setup where you know we we took Uber there. We all met there, and then you could rent um whatever snorkeling. You could do snorkeling. You could do kayaking. Um, and the kayaks, you know, are included. The only thing that's not really included is like you could wear like a full like wetsuit. I didn't wear one because I run hot, whatever. But the they give you a you know helmet and a life life jacket, and we all get ready. And they're like, okay, meet this your instructor at the at beach. the front, yeah, at the beach. Yeah. Show up like you know ten minutes early. So we all get our shit. We all get suited up, and we just walk down to the beach. And it was so cool to just walk down. You see everybody else coming back from the beach doing kayaking. We get there, and it's just like kayaking galore like everybody's like suiting up and getting ready to go out there's all types of kayaking tour tours down there people are giving like instruction on how to kayak everybody's yelling having a good time this is the most like tourist thing i've ever done in my whole life and it felt like i wasn't a nerd it felt like i was like this is cool it wasn't like one of those things where you see a tourist in your town and you're like this guy's a fucking retard like why would you do this why don't you go by yourself or go with a cool crew why do you have to pay somebody for an experience but you pay for the experience and it was totally worth it man it oh 100 totally so we we kayaked in the open pacific which was you and i were on the same kayak so we were so two people per <laughs> kayak you and i you were in the front i was in the back yes and i have done a lot of kayaking not like 
I've done a lot of kayaking, but not in in those type of amateur open water. So I, the most I've ever done was the Chesapeake Bay. I didn't realize in the moment. I thought that I had kayaked in the ocean, and I didn't. I realized like, oh, I've never actually kayaked in the ocean. Those waves were big. That that day, that was weird. That was that was a weird experience to keep for me. Our balance and everything. It was a workout. It was fun though. It was real fun. We we fucking seen dolphins on the way. So that out. was the first thing. Is like, and they were saying that this was really rare, dude. We were like. I mean, we were in the feet. We were feet away from dolphins. We and were like within a hundred feet. You yes. could hear them breathing the air out of their. You could holes. see the texture of their skin. It was I in the were, open ocean. It was. It's like I'm like, did they pay these dolphins? That's kind of what it felt like. I felt like they paid them. It's like, fish. do you guys have some kind of weird deal with these dolphins? Oh, 100 percent. And then we go to the caves, but the caves were too uh, choppy. The yeah, the it was high tide. Crazy. Was too way too high. But I didn't care. I, Which I, freaked me out. Oh and, yeah. So it, uh, yeah, it started getting kind of freaky the more closer we got because we it. start getting to these cliffs. So we get start, we start getting closer to these cliffs and the waves you see them crashing against it and you're like that could be me and they <laughs> were like I could, I could get smashed and there were about like twenty boats with like two people each in one and there was two instructors and the whole time they're so, talking and telling us about stories and they told us some crazy shit the the crazy ones, stuff they told us crazy stuff the, like stories the fucking craziest shit so the first the craziest thing was and and you have to actually see it. But basically, there was this like huge, these huge white. I still don't believe that drips. I still don't believe that all over the side of the cliff, just these huge things. And I'm thinking, oh, this is like thousands of years of bird shit or whatever. The way she said it though, too, she was. She, let me just interject a little bit. The way she said it, there was two instructors, a guy and a girl. The girl said something about like what she say. So she said that I'm like offhandedly is, at first. I say, I say, is that all like bird shit? Like thousands of years of guana and bird shit yeah. or whatever. Or, and she's like, no, they bleached. The cliffs, and you were like, "What?" And then she like went off. <laughs> she like disappeared. She laughed. I'm like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" You can't just walk. Away. There was a couple that started throwing up. So that any time they said you throw up, you go out in the middle of the ocean, and she followed him. So you're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And you asked the other instructor, "Is it are those bleach?" And he was like, "What? <laughs> no, it's it's. I thought it was bird poop." And it just shows the level of like how much information there is there. Yeah, and who different people have different information. Yeah. So that's their their gig. That when you get that job, they're probably like, oh, tell us some stories that you know about San Diego. Yes. And that you know. Well, so then she explained though that yeah, they she came back it. and she said she what? bleached it. And of course, if you bleach cliffs, what what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's going to fuck up the ecosystem. It's the stupidest thing. It's the dumbest it thing. It doesn't sound real, but it I mean, doesn't sound real. It at happened all. so long ago. That, I mean, humans didn't don't give a fuck about. But then, earth. but then they also told us about this shallow water diver guy. Oh yeah, yeah I, that I, shit was fucking. It's crazy. so funny the information you retain. I have different stories from that. Told what was what was that? All right, so the shallow diver. So this is really crazy. So the cliffs in La Jolla Beach. So this is this where the seals are. It's where like it's basically a um, beautiful. It's one of the most expensive parts of San Diego. And and there's no you can't have any motorboats. That's like, what you can motorboat is. people, but you can't bring a motorboat into the water. Great white sharks can't get in because of the for the coral reef forest and all that. So it's basically a great place for all kinds of different animals, dolphins, seals, all of the animals that people love. Tigerfish. Tiger sharks, yeah, smaller sharks, um, but it's even though there are great white sharks in that area, they can't get in there. Uh, so it, so you can swim, you can do all kinds of stuff. These cliffs are the water. I think. They, so what did he say? He said it was for every thirty feet in order to dive, you need about ten feet, and the water there on the on the cliffs was I think something about thirty feet or forty feet. And the cliffs are like 100 or 150 feet. Yeah, they're pretty So high nowhere near enough. 
and apparently it was like the most dangerous place to jump off yeah. of and dive. So this fucker, this guy, he was famous already. Apparently he was like the greatest. He he is the greatest quote unquote. It's amazing how people find this random shit to be the greatest. And this dad. was in what year? Like nineteen the nineteen twenty something. No, it was like the fifties or something okay. like that. But like, so they put a diving board at the top, and this guy, in order to do this goes to Mexico to get a legal operation to have his bottom two ribs removed because apparently in order to be able to uh, complete this dive, he needed two less he needed ribs to fold up. He needed to fold even like more, which I can kind of understand from the standpoint of the physics of what it might, what might take. So then he does it and he, and it works and he apparently does this for decades. And one of the things that he would do was at the top, he would cover himself with kerosene, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't light know. himself on fire, and jump off, and you know, and then and put himself out on fire uh, by diving into like thirty feet of water from like one hundred and fifty feet and shit. That's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But also, why do you got to be that good at something that specific? He just had a hard on for it, man. I mean, that's just such a crazy a thing for it. to to go all in on is to be like, you know what, dude? I'm gonna be the greatest, not diver. It's not diving. No. It isn't. It's not scuba diving. It's not base jumping. No, what he is the greatest thing in the world at is shallow water diving. I mean, that's a profession now, like daredevilism. I don't know if that's a word, but people that just do crazy, crazy shit fucking and shit. record yeah. themselves. Like for Red Bull. I, and all I that. don't know if that dude had sponsors back then, but he Red Bull would tattoo on him. They oh, would put 100%. a tattoo on that, had a on that GoPro fucker. on the tip of his dick. Hundred percent. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> this guy was fucking insane. They're like, oh yeah, he. Uh, you know how he died? Everybody's like, oh, he fell. He died. He's like, no, the guy's like old age. He died of old age. He died of old age. That's fucking insane. It's weird how the stories we retain. We were on the same boat inches away from each other hearing the same thing, but I don't remember those really as much. I do remember the Dr. Seuss one. Yes, the Dr. Seuss ones are crazy. That was crazy. I didn't know Dr. Seuss was, he lived in San Diego. He, he lived on the beach, but go ahead. Keep talking he, though he, about like. So uh, apparently the stories from, you know, his books were based off of the experiences he had in San they're Diego. They're basically about San Diego. They're about him. He was the Grinch. He lived on top of the yeah. hill. They're like, you see that hill up there? He's like, that was where the, the Dr. Seuss lived. And there's a beach and like the party beach, they call it uh, area. Pacific Beach. Yeah, yeah. Pacific Beach. And that's where all the kids would go and party and do crazy shit. And he would look down on them and be like, they don't But he could hear care. them because of the acoustics of the area. Oh, did he? Was that what they were saying is that just like in the Grinch, he the just, sound would carry all the way up he to the mountain. He so pissed. You just like, and he could still hear them in the middle of the night. Shits, and then he, he really cared about the environment or whatever. And I guess he, th he thought like they don't care about the fucking environment. These yeah. kids fuck them. So like he one day he went down there to try to talk to him and he fucking loved them. They're like that kid that picked you up at the airport. He's like, That's These right. guys are really cool. Yeah. And he's like his heart filled up with joy. And and uh, somebody else told me the somebody else. Uh, I was telling that story to somebody and somebody said the Lorax was based off of there or something. Maybe. That mean that would make sense. I've never so seen the, one, the Lorax. Well, the, so the ones that you described was that. The also, um, one fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish. That's about the. That? It's about the water. It's about the fish in that area in that bay. So he had a house on the beach where we were. Yeah, I remember that. And then he also had a house in the mountains. And apparently, the fish, the 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 one fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish is about the fish in that. Wow. Um, yeah. It's crazy what you remember on that. I, I don't know what I was doing. I was the cat really in the hot. hat is about him seeing his mom's bush. 
Yeah. I'm fucking with you. I, I made that up. I, I have no it. idea. <laughs> I was waiting for you to keep on going. I was like, yeah. No, I, I was so fucking hot out there. Uh, the sun was out. I kept grabbing the water and throwing it on my back and shit. And this was funny. At one point, we go out. He's like, okay, let's go. We can't go in the caves. Let's go out in the middle of the ocean. We go out deep in the middle of the ocean. Everybody's kind of tired or whatever. We go out there. And he's just like, immediately, he's like, Oh, oh, if you guys want anybody want to jump in the middle of the ocean, go ahead. And when I heard well, that. Well, time out. This is right after he gives us his whole spiel about how there's no great white sharks, which is kind of a weird thing where I was like, he was. He, That's what's going through your mind. All he was talking about nonstop was like great white sharks, about how there's no great white sharks. He must have said great white sharks like 50 fucking times. Yeah. And then at the end of the whole spiel, he goes. So now would be a great time to jump in the water. I, I, didn't, hear, I didn't hear any of that. I just, I'm selective hearing. I just heard now would be the great time to jump in the water. I fucking immediately jump in the water, not thinking like you were attached to the boat. And I jump in, I go down and I come. You flipped a fucking boat. I come up for water and I see you in there and your face was so hilarious. You didn't expect it. You looked scared. You're like, oh, and you're just like reaching for the boat and, and then the guy immediately comes over. He's like, oh, you good? And you get on. And I just remember that you look so scared. Like you were, you wasted. It really took me by surprise. You were, you're a rock. Even the fucking lifeguard jacket, life jacket w- could not prevent you from sinking a little bit into the ocean. <laughs> you were so heavy. You like, you were just like sinking a little bit, but you got back on. Getting on was kind of a struggle, but luckily that guy was there for us. If we were out there by ourselves, we would have a hard ass time trying to get back in. Oh, for sure. We would have needed getting back on that boat would have been like like impossible yeah yeah we would have gotten eaten by a great white shark for sure that fucking that that experience right there all of our friends are out there it was yeah my fiance their sister uh everybody logan his uh dom everybody and they came from mile thousands of miles away to to go into la jolla beach and kayak and see dolphins and i remember at one point looking around that's going to be an image i'm going to think about for the rest of my life is seeing all my friends just kayaking together and and smiling and having a good time in San Diego, like the best place in the world, I would say, or at least in one of for sure. And, um, Logan, uh, when we got back, he's told me, he's like, yeah, man, like every time, like I can't go to sleep or if I'm having a hard time, I think about, like us kayaking in La Jolla. Yeah. I was like, dude, a hundred percent. That really was, that's like one of the highlights of my life. That was, that was an incredible, yeah. But but all of it, like there was all of the moments of us hanging out together, especially when it was a full group and all that was like, fuck yeah, dude. You don't, ex- there's just something about What a, is that? What is that? Is that traveling together? As I a think group? what it is, is that as you get older, it's very difficult to get large groups of, of friends. Friends. Yeah. Friends. You should, we should emphasize that friends because you could have a large group of people together and it doesn't feel like literally same. when you said. I for up until two days, like I won. So Corey going, I was shocked that he was going to even yeah. go. And then I had no idea how many people were coming out to San Diego because the, the logistics, like when you had said like all this stuff, uh, like we're going to San Diego. I'm like, dude, what? How? Think about the logistics that it's going to take to get all these people to go. Yeah. to But they fucking did it. Like they did yeah. it. You get the the ones that truly wanted to go. The ones that want don't are not stuck in the same rotation of their boring lives that are too scared or too comfortable to go outside of their own rotation they went like you could see Corey going to san diego yeah, by they himself why they, they went to fucking mexico at one point okay go to mexico but you know it has its bad rap right of course the drug trade and stuff but they literally were hanging out and they're like oh we're gonna go to mexico tonight for dinner i'm like that's such a weird statement
statement to just be like going over to another country. He told me that he went to like two places for like a bar, a club. Uh, a drag show. Bar, a drag show. Literally places that nice With places. helicopters flying overhead and all that. Bro, shootings going on. He told me he spent, guess how much he spent? Did he tell you how much he spent there? I think he said it was like $50 for everything. He spent $50 for, every, yeah, for, for everything. everything. For That's everything. literally like hundreds of dollars And then here. some random person gave them a huge blunt. On the bus back. And, bus and back. we... For, we thought about smoking it for nah, like three fuck days, that. dude. Fuck that. And then all of that. your friends were like, "Do not fucking smoke." The people that. from San Diego were like, "Do, do not, not do fucking that. smoke." I, I, even I said that because imagine this: imagine being on a bus, you befriend somebody, you befriend him, you think he's really cool, even the best person you think you've just met in fifteen minutes, and he he's like, "You know what? I already smoked one of these. Here's this, and it's wrapped up and looks sealed up, but he gives this joint to you. Would you smoke that joint?" I think part of the problem was for us. There's this weird dichotomy where, okay, so Philly is hard and looks hard. Yeah. Okay, New York, there's parts of it that are, like, hard, right? Yeah. Like, there, you go to Oakland, I'm like, okay, you can see the hardness, it's, right? You can see it. You're not in this trance. San Diego kind of has this weird, like, this place is incredible. Nobody would ever do anything to it's anybody. Spell, yeah. And then all the local people there, because, you know, it's Tijuana. There's dead bodies coming across the border, like over the through the ocean. There's, yeah. you know, all kinds of crazy shit. Like there's cartels and stuff like that. So to you guys or to like the people who've, who've been there, lived there or whatever, it's like, no, this is just a, like a regular place. There's people that are fucking hard as hell. There's yeah. people doing PCP and crazy shit and blowing motherfuckers away. But to us, it was this like weird dream of like, yeah. what is this place? Is everybody so happy all the fucking time? Yeah, and the fact I'm gonna keep going back to that guy that gave you a ride when the first when yeah. you first showed up. I mean, if somebody were, were to do that, and then somebody were to give you a joint, there's like a balance between those two. Like, oh, they're just a nice person trying to give me a joint. There's a nice guy that gave yeah. me a ride. Why can't there be a nice person that gives me a not right. nice joint? Um, but yeah, that going out was it was fucking awesome. Um, what else? I just can't. I can't. Stop thinking about the food, man. I, I would say, t so for me, San Diego, the best part of my trip to Italy by far was Florence. And the reason why I loved Florence so much was, like, Rome was cool, Amalfi Coast was cool, but Florence was a place where everybody is going as hard as they possibly can. And I and I think that was one of the things I realized oh, yeah, is yeah. New York, there's certain things like that that I love. I am all about going to places where everybody is going as hard as I, they can. And by that, I mean, like, if you're going to do something, you're going to do it to the most. And that my experience with San Diego was that was it. Everybody in that city is going as hard as they fucking can like, on everything. You mean by the street vendors to the restaurants? It, yeah. The so it's like, so I walked into a cafe and it's the same concept, like these different cafes they have. It's like, we're going to do a coffee shop. We're going to do an internet coffee shop. We're going to do this shit as hard as we fucking can. Like, so like, okay, the one coffee shop I go to, you know, you go to these places where they glue a bunch of garbage together, literal garbage, like CDs and things like that. And there's something cute about it where it's yeah. like, okay, it's kind of gimmicky. I've seen places like this, but if you glue enough, enough like Barbie dolls together yeah. and bullshit, then somehow it just looks cute and it's a thing. It's kind of become like a franchise yeah. now where it's like, like you see enough of these garbage style like gluing garbage together things that they all kind of look the same. I go to this place. These people are like, okay, we're going to do the garbage aesthetic, but we're going to go as hard as we fucking can. So the one was literally they took a fucking piano and they clearly 
sliced the piano. I don't know how they did what this. The fuck? They sliced the fucking piano horizontally, and then the 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 counter is basically built what? of this like sliced up piano. Like I'm telling you, and, and like this building was huge. That's like Inception, mind blowing. Yeah, shit. and like in the back they have a fucking DJ. Like, and this is a coffee shop. Like, it, and it's at 10 o'clock in the morning. They've got a fucking DJ. That's hilarious. And then, like, and like, I'm telling you, and it's like everything, like, the art is like, this is good. Like, so it's like, okay, we're going to do paper mache. All right. Well, you know what? They do paper mache. I saw in, uh, That's I what saw it in is. Lancaster, they did paper mache. So uh, that's what we're going to do a paper mache T-Rex. Yeah. And that's what they did. Oh my they God. did a full fucking, the one place, the one bar. So, so me and Logan, we go to this bar. Okay. So basically best part of San Diego is this in Florence. I've, I have not, I'm not a very traveled person. Now I've got the bug. Now I'm trying to travel more in Florence. The architecture is incredible. They've got the 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 uh, Basilica Firenze, the the uh, the Vatican or whatever. They got the fucking um, cathedral. It's incredible. It's gorgeous. You can't stop looking at it. And I was thinking about like, what do we have in America? In America, we kind of have things like that. We have skyscrapers. Very few countries other than like Dubai have the kind of skyscrapers we have, right? We've got big buildings. In America, a lot of what we do is we go hard on architecture. And that is cool, but my problem with that is that it doesn't really get you... Your average person can't experience it. Yeah. And so while I was in Florence, and Florence is kind of the same way too, they do good, go hard on architecture. But one of the things I was thinking about is like, why doesn't anybody go as hard as they can on interior design? That is San yeah. Diego. San Diego is, okay, they're going to make the outside look kind of cool, but they don't really, there's no architecture that you've ever heard of. I mean, you've literally never heard of anything from San Diego. There's no towers. There's no Ferris wheels, not like London, nothing, nothing like that. You've never heard of any major structures in San Diego. So they take all that energy and they put it into interior yeah. design and it's fucking incredible. Yeah. Like the bar we went into when we were downtown, you're just talking about that. We go in and it has all these fixtures up on the top and the way it was custom exit signs and yeah, shit. But, and like, but that's what I think you just hit it on the head that I think what's making those places so great is the high competition. Yes. In California, specifically San Diego. And it never ends. Like, you could just walk and you walk and you up, walk. One up, one up. Most of the bars we weren't even open, but we're looking in them. We're like looking through the windows and we're just like, what a fucking cool yeah. concept. They weren't open because of COVID. What a cool place. But like the ones that were, we went into, I mean, everybody's heard of these now, just like adult arcades with yes. alcohol. And that one we went to, they had a fucking full awesome yeah. setup. Like the walls, everything was super sick. The one thing was walls. they literally carved out just one spot yeah. just for like a, a almost like a museum of a kid's bedroom. Yeah, a nostalgia room where it had all like these things from the 80s and every every 90s, 70s, all these games and cool things, a bunk bed that just how these the blankets that looked like they were from the 80s. Yeah, the whole fucking experience was sick, man. The whole experience was sick. So so Logan and I go to this bar. So the one of the nights it was just me and and our buddy Logan. And we're just two single guys out on the prowl. He recommends one place I go to. First place we go, we meet up, and immediately it's like, what the fuck is... Like, again, same concept. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Like, what the fuck, people? Like, they're going as hard as they can. Just... I, I don't even know how to describe this place, but 
it doesn't even matter because it was one of the greatest bars I've ever been to until we get to the next bar. Then we go to the next bar. This is how hard these people go, okay? The place, I don't remember what it's called, but it's safari-themed, okay? So you've got, like, you've got suede yeah. on, the, on the chairs and all that. Now, here's where you go to the bar. Behind the bar is a full taxidermied lion. <laughs> in between, like, so on a booth... So, like, you know how in a booth there's going to be, you know, a, a seat. Sometimes at these bars there'll be things in between booths. That's fucking crazy. Was in there, these, like, dividers. So yeah. they're dividers. Their dividers would be glass, and on the inside would be a full fucking taxidermied antelope. What the fuck? Like a full fuck. I'm telling you, these guys are going. And then, like, so in, and, and at each table, which, mind you, these tables are, like, a thousand pounds of steel and shit and there's like a full-on fire in the middle of it like a fucking like a bonfire in the middle of it so we're like man this is like one of the greatest bars i've ever been to in my life that's fucking i nice. go to the bathroom i go to, into the bathroom which is like this whole maze to get to the bathroom we get to the bathroom bathroom's fucking cool as shit and there is rather than playing music what these people did is they hired some voice actor to just read the negative reviews from Yelp. What? It was an Irish lady. And she was just like, they didn't even offer me ketchup with my French fries. <laughs> and like, it's an Irish lady that all she does is just read the bad reviews. I get out of the bathroom. It's I'm the walking bathroom. back. It's in the bathroom. That's hilarious. So while you're taking a shit, you're listening to negative reviews, cracking up is and all that all shit. over the sound That's right. in the bathroom? Yeah. yeah, no music. How do you Literally. know it's like negative reviews? Because you, you can hear what they're saying. But it, Okay, so you, but you know it's from I'll there. tell all my friends to never go to this place ever again. And they'll say the name of the restaurant or something yeah, like that. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. But yeah, but so go back. On my way back, I see like a cave with a hostess in front of it. And I'm like, How do you get what is that? And she's like, oh, this is our speakeasy. And I'm like, There's a can we get in? There's and she's like, like, do you have a reservation? And she's like really nervous. And I'm like, um, no. And she's like, okay, well, there's a bit of a wait, but let me see if we can get you guys in. So we like pay our bill or whatever. We come back and this is connected to the bar. This is inside the bar. Like, I don't know how to describe this other than it's a cave in the fucking bar that we were in. And she manages. To, she's like, as long as you guys are cool with just standing. Yeah, you can get in. We get in, we go into this cave. And there's a fucking cave. And it and it because of like the way they did it, it looks like a cave. And there's inside, there's this bar called False Idols. It's the kind of place you can imagine running into celebrities and shit like that. It's dark. It is the coolest fucking shit you've ever seen. I mean, just fucking Google it if you don't. I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than imagine it basically looks like the inside of uh, a Pirates of the Caribbean set where they've got like thunder and lightning in the Whoa. background. They were bringing out these drinks that are like for five people at a time where it's a literal volcano and they would they would hit a button and all the lights would turn off and then the whole place like lightning and thunder would come up and then the person serving the volcano would it would be on fire and the person was like throwing shit at it and the shit would like explode and what like so fuck? so like imagine like a fire in this drink and that? that was Danny. Oh, she, shit. I didn't know they were here. They're saying goodbye. What, what oh, do you mean? I didn't uh, know they left already. Okay, see ya. They're like throwing shit at this like volcano, and it's just like bursts of smoke and like sparks and shit like fucking ex exploding. I was I was honestly ready to go like the next day if I if if or whatever, but th but that's the thing is 
then we looked it up and they were so, they, they had another speakeasy that we didn't even get to where like you have to sit on a chair and the whole wall turns around and shit like that. Did you go to that one? No, that's what I want. We really wanted to get to that, but we didn't get there in time. Dude, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. Oh, dude. I, I mean, so you're, th- you're saying you're going to move there. I'm like, dude, I will take any excuse to go back to that place. hundred percent. That place is fucking incredible, man. That's where I want to move to. That's my life. Where I want to spend the Expensive rest of my life. Expensive is all fucked, though. That's the one thing. Yeah, that's why it's like a goal. It's for like sure. cocaine, where it's like, yo, this is the most incredible thing, but it's you, very but expensive, if, if and money, I don't know that I can afford this. to keep doing it. I always it. ask people if money wasn't an option, a problem for you, and your bills were paid, your rent was paid, and you just got to pay for food and, and fun, where would you move to in the States? And the, my, my place is probably always San Diego. I always thought New York, but I never really experienced New York. But I think New York is for the rich. And like, right. You ha- if you I, still think San, is, I still think Austin for me. I think San Diego is, for me, I don't want to crush the dream. Yeah, that's true. Like, if I lived there, it would crush my yeah, idea of, of, of the perfect paradise I, I that, that it is. I see that. Because, like, you're not going to go to the beach all the time. You're not. And, and, and also... For me, part of the joy of a city is the, th- the opportunities for me, like the other people I would meet. Like Austin is becoming a cultural uh, hub. It's becoming a comedic hub. And one of the things for me is I don't have a lot of intellectual friends. And I, I kind of want to go somewhere where the intellectuals are. Yeah. And the, it, historically, there's been these different places where like New York is the place. Venice is the place. Florence is the place. You know, uh, Paris is the place where where all the intellectuals are 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 here's, here's ganging up and all that ganging up on each other. They have an intellectual, but you know what I mean. Where I it's know. like there's just random cultural hubs where a bunch of intellectuals yeah. meet up. Here, here's and the deal. I think that might be our current place right now. Yeah, here's the deal. I'll move to San Diego. I'll get a house there. You move to Austin, and then we can there. just like we'll go back and swap. Forth. Yeah, we'll go back. That and would forth. be the deal, man. Yeah, in my head, uh, I don't, I don't know if you. In my head, I'm already expecting you to be in in Austin. Like when when you left work, I'm like, well, he's in Austin now. Like I'm, I, my mind is already there. I'm trying to disassociate a little bit, but I'm also thinking like I'm gonna go down there like all the time to visit. We'll do the podcast uh, back and forth. You know, that's that's where my mind is. Like uh, I went part time at the pool. Um, and, and I'm, I still, I'm still working pretty good hours right now. Uh, still keeping the same pay, but we're going to be moving out of this place yeah. soon. And as soon as that happens, you know, I'm going to be doing, I want to be doing, yeah, travel bug. I want to be doing more traveling. I want to be doing more recording. I want to just be doing more stuff. Cause you know, so the thing about working at the pool is it kind of does take away from your, your life. Um, your life being what you what got you that job. I think they want you to be like somebody that's that's different and have all these activities outside of Apple. But as soon as you outside of the pool, as soon as you start working there, uh, it's kind of like it's, it's draining. It's yeah. draining. It takes away from your love of life. well, the scheduling is a big part of it. The way that's they schedule is. you is they, yeah. is they you're, they basically fuck you over and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But that is a lot of jobs do that. A lot of people oh, do that. It's a very crazy thing. I was that. They cannot. I don't, I think there's a lot of simple solutions, but for whatever Especially reason, if you're good lot. at your job. Yeah. If you're good at your job, it almost work. It doesn't work in your favor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that aside, I'm fucking, that was amazing. I needed that. It was refreshing. Got a lot of bits out of it. Got a lot of, my mind was in the right place. Uh, my mind wasn't in the right place when COVID hit. I was already like just over. Dude, I met your everything. mom. You met my mom. Your like, mom is everything you described. She you, like you yeah. really. So like the way you described your mom to me is she is super cool and super sweet. And you rarely meet that. You rarely usually yeah. like, especially like for parents. Yeah. 
it's usually they're either very sweet, but maybe they're like a little bit more old school. Yeah. Or they're like super cool, but they're not she's as sweet. Badass. She, she's badass. She's badass. And your mom was both. She The reason why I am KJ, it, she sacrificed so much yeah. to her life is me. If she she always told me she, if I died she would kill herself. It's like all right, mom, calm down. Like bro, like don't be thinking like that. But she, w- the person you see there is just is just full of uh, life, love, and compassion for others. And that's where I get my compassion to help others. It, she's fucking amazing. And my family they loved you guys. It was so funny. We we went to a family reunion slash engagement party, and it was a cool coming together because. The family reunion it doesn't happen too much now. We used to have it every year in San Diego. But I think everybody wanted to come together because they were celebrating the, uh, the engagement of me and Dandy. So it was very cool to see people I haven't seen in a long time come together. But also Angel, I didn't know he was going to show up, and Cole, who I haven't seen in forever, good friends from California, they show up. Yeah. And it, I fucking was so excited to see everybody come together. My godfather was there. He, he owns that place. And he's just very, again, just like giving, loving person. And he comes up to you and or something. And he's just like, I want to hear your side of it. But he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to take some shots. And then you're like, he's like, you can handle it. And then you, you said something along the lines of like, oh, yeah, for sure. So no, I immediately realized I was not going to be able to keep up with why him. I, I said that he so he, we did one shot. And I was like, wow, this is a really cool, you know, grandpa, godfather, whatever. I'm like, man, this guy's super chill. Minutes later, he's like, let's do another shot. And minutes? Minutes later. And I'm like, I already know what kind of guy this is. This is the <laughs> kind of guy I can't keep up with. I like, I, I, so what's funny, and mind you, for if I think I can't keep up, that's saying something because I can yeah. roll my fucking liquor. Yeah, I can drink. He a is legit. Ton of liquor. He's legit. He's the Godfather. That's why he's the Godfather. He's very powerful, dude. You know and that house is amazing. He he has multiple houses, but this one, you know, is the family house. He has a pool. It has. I'm yeah. just going to paint a picture for everybody. Nice house in Chula Vista. Has a pool. Has a, a volleyball net outside the pool. A big area for grass. They had the full. They had the full. I was shocked at how efficiently well-spaced that place was. Yeah, it was well-spaced. Yeah. Bar, billiards, and there was, you know, a hundred or so people there at one point, and, you know, everybody had enough space to walk around and do their own thing. So, yeah, we it was fucking amazing. Like, the, we had a volleyball tournament. Not really a tournament. We just got together, played volleyball, and that was so fucking fun. You think you're not good, or you think, like, oh, I don't want to play in front of people, but, dude, it was such a good time. We yeah, had even it was kids amazing. playing with us. It was so sick. Um, but, yeah, that that was that was another moment. I'm and never was that forget. your grandma, Sharon? Yeah, my grandma. So Sharon. that was another thing where it was like, so we go to take a photo, and she's like, "Everybody say shit." Yeah, and like, of course, everybody just like, starts shit. Yeah, like, yeah. starts screaming shit. And the next one, let's do one more. And she goes, "Okay, everyone say sex." And like, <laughs> same deal. And it's one of those things where I I, I loved that, and it, and it's kind of crazy how it's like, you know, for a lot of like a you know grandmas, it's not that hard to be the cool grandma i don't understand why it's I so difficult so i grew i grew up with it so i you don't think anything of i don't it. think anything of it but all you had to do is just like not like that like i thought she was so cool and she was so relaxed and it's one of those things where it's like you know my grandpa was awesome but i've had like a lots of older relatives that i'm just like well, you don't really i don't think you fully understand what you have or more what, i don't reserved, think your family you understands think? what you have we do not have in my family i do not see my extended family for christmas i haven't seen most of my extended family my my cousins i hadn't seen for 10 years basically when my grandpa died was like the closest thing to like a family reunion that that we had in like decades i yeah. when my grandpa died 
night. I got to see my cousins for the first time in 10 years. He brought everybody like, together. Yeah. It went in like a weird way. So I'm like, you know, I, I mean, me and I think a couple other people there were like repeatedly stressing to you and your family. Like, I don't, it's easy to forget what you have. I got that. Yeah. Like what, like when I was there at your reunion, it was a very strange thing for me where it was like, I want a reunion, but also I was kind of like, can you guys adopt me or something? Yeah, Cause I was like, yeah. I want a family like this. I yeah. want an extended family. I want to see, I want this. Yeah. And my nuclear family is very close, but my extended family is essentially non-existent. What do you mean by nuclear family? Your nuclear family. So like, you know, your mom, your dad, your, your brother and sister family. and all and all that. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I don't take that for granted like at all. I never do. Um, we rarely do that now, I think, because everybody's getting older. And I think the torch has to be passed to a younger generation, which I'll take a hold of that tor tor uh, torch because I love bringing people together, these volunteer events and everything, people coming out when they don't really need to or want to. Um but when they want to and they you, you're there it's it's a fucking awesome time and that that was that i don't take that for granted man and it's something that's not going to be there forever like my grandpa that was there he, he's going through chemotherapy right now mm. i love him and he was uh he, he was there and he was having a good time i visited him a few days later at his uh the old people home and he he said that was the best one of the best parties he's ever been to is now that he's getting older and he has a perspective on life and what can be lost and yeah every one of my friends were like dude this is fucking amazing i've never seen anything like that or have anything like yeah. this you guys had a theme you had purple and black and yeah, stuff. Was, you guys yeah. were like you, know, I mean, you took some good pictures, by the way. That picture Thank from you. behind where I was holding Dandy. I got a lot more, too. That was, uh, yeah, Dandy wants all those pictures. They, they, you took some awesome pictures. I think I pictures. sent them to you, but was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were fucking amazing. Um, yeah, there was tacos there. We had, the, like, legit taco yeah, people yeah. come there. They, were, they never never thought about this. This is a very good idea. But there was this lady, Mexican lady, very nice. I don't know who the fuck she was. She wasn't part of the family. Uh, she was wearing a surfer shirt. It was like fan surfing competition. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is cool. This girl's cool. But she would come over and take your dirty plates and walk mm. around, give you a drink maybe, ask if you're doing okay. But she would go and clean up. And I was like, dude, I was like, who is that? And my mom said, uh, my godfather, this is the first time, but they hired help. And I was like, that sounds like a slave. So fucking legit. It does sound like but a slave. dude, it's the, yeah. I was like, how much are they paying her? Guess, just guess how much they're paying her probably a lot just paid her 100 bucks okay just 100 bucks i'm gonna pay somebody 100, 100 bucks. yeah yeah it's that's totally at a worth big it. party yes where people are just dirty yes. as fuck just yes. cl cleaning up instead of you that's cleaning a great up idea that's a great bucks. idea but then i thought about it i was like we can't do that here i can't pay somebody 100 bucks here to be cleaning up i don't think that's possible well, there might when be, you have a big enough party like that yeah that it's is, worth it but uh, the, in in california so southern california there's some hard-working mexicans that's bro. right that's right and they'll fucking do anything out of respect yeah and money so that's a that was a really good idea i was like i want to do that a big party is just hire help um i gotta pee really bad and yeah, yeah. I, I actually have one other thing i wanted to go to for get it yeah we'll be right back so we're gonna cut this Okay, so one thing I was I wasn't sure if this would make a good bit or not, but one thing that happened, there's a bunch of funny things that happened. So uh one day me, Logan and Dom, or Logan Dom and I, I should say, go to that island. What's that called? Cor Coronado? Coronado Beach, like Coronado, Coronado Island, Island yeah. Beach and all that. Which is incredible. It's definitely world class. 
That was like the first beach I've been to. I was like, this is a world. It's an island. It's an island off of San Diego that they recently built a bridge over there in the past, like, you know, 50, 60 years to get there. And it's really rich people. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That was one of like, the first places where I was like, oh, I, these are definitely not the normal San Diego. Yeah. These are like judgy rich people that are like looking down at us. A lot of my grandpa told me a lot of people that live over there are ex high ranking officers right. from the military. They live there. And so. it's clean as fuck. The yeah. whole place is like to the nines. So uh, we take an Uber back. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got to write something else down. Today. So Uber back. And first of all, all the Uber drivers there real quick fucking burnout they all drive like they're in gta yeah they drive nuts they drive like they're in gta man it, every single one of them anyway so this guy just driving like that and i think well we were, we were asking what we should do that night i don't even really remember and he was like you know what are you in the mood for or whatever the guy was super weird and super annoying he was also wearing driving gloves as if he was like <laughs> a bank robber or something like that or like as if he was like a nascar driver Super weird. He was one of those guys that you can imagine having like a katana collection, but of like cheap, like like a mall ninja type guy. And it really felt like he was working his way into what he ultimately started pitching to us, which is this. So he like probed us about like, you know, so you guys are all you guys all single. You're all single. Fat dude. Oh, no, he's no. He was like a skinny I guess maybe Asian guy, okay, sorry, something like that, sorry, something like that, right? Probably not really relevant to the story, but whatever. No, because I had a similar guy. I, I want to tell you after this, and we'll link it together. Okay, so he's like, "You guys are single. You're single. Oh, well, if you're single, I mean, huh. well, here's what I would do. I, if I were you, I'd go to the Hong Kong." Uh, Hong Kong Hotel. And we're like, what's the Hong Kong Hotel? Oh, you don't know. You don't what? know about the Hong Kong Hotel? It's crazy. What? Oh, are you guys, you guys aren't scared of like Tijuana, are you? No. Oh, oh, you got to go to the Hong Kong Hotel. And he basically explains to us that the Hong Kong Hotel is this high end brothel. It's like a strip club brothel in Mexico. In Tijuana, and the way they do it, and, and I looked this all up, and everything he said is 100% true. So basically, this apparently this place is so famous and so legit, and it looks legit. It does not look like, when you think brothel, you think whatever. This is not, this looks like if the Hard Rock Cafe made a brothel. Like, this looks like if, like, MGM or, like, Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas a did brothel. a brothel, right? So they literally do this. So you get to the border, and there is a free limousine from the border to this hotel. The hotel is apparently deep, deep into Tijuana. Ooh, ow, ooh. Deep into, into Tijuana. Like, well into the scary part of Tijuana. Yeah. They take you, you get in the limousine. When you get in the limousine, there's already a bunch of strippers in there. And they can, apparently, like, for free, they'll, like, do crazy shit or whatever. I don't know if they'll blow you or whatever. That's but, sketch, bro. No, but so even, like, I looked it up, and apparently that is, like, there's a bunch of chicks in, like, and apparently this is the, the absolute hottest girls in Mexico, apparently some of the hottest girls in the world, like, coming there, like, what, Russian girls and things like that. But apparently it's, like, the all, the hottest Mexican girls, like, they do, like, a shift, like, a rotation there for a couple weeks. Are they against their will is my question. Very likely. I think I'm, I'm sure there's some of them that are right. I'm sure there's some of them that are. I will do a bit off that. We'll so, do. well, so then, yeah, but basically what it came down to was then at the end there, he was like, you know, if you want to go, 
I mean, like, I drive you there. And, like, he basically was very, it felt like he was trying to finesse the conversation. He was what I would call a crude manipulator, where, like, he thinks yeah. he's tricking us, but, like, we know what's going on in his head. 100%. And he is trying to finesse the situation uh, to us yeah. going to, so how about we do this? Here's let me add, let me add something else yeah, yeah, to yeah. that, because I had a story similar in San Diego, but I just want to add on to this creepy guy. I take an Uber. This is when I was coming back from the grocery store. I took an Uber. It was a like a 30-minute ride. I was going to meet Dandy at the beach. This guy picks me up. Similar guy. Really weird, but he was this fat guy. That's why I asked him he was fat. Fat guy, racing gloves on. Um, he picks me up, and immediately, immediately he, said, he turns around, and he's like, this is my first, this is my first time. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, uh, this is my first time doing lift. Is that okay? I'm like, okay. And he looks at his phone. He's like, where are we going? He looks at his phone. And it's like, you know, 30 minutes away. He's like, I'm like, is that is that okay? Like, he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then he starts driving. And I'm looking for my seatbelt like this, like going side to side. There was no seatbelts. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, really? You're like in the death proof car? And then I, yeah. And then I and I drop, <laughs> I drop my phone. And then I drop my phone. And then I'm trying to get my phone. And then he's like, Turns around, he's like, "Stop reaching around! Stop, stop moving!" He yells at me. I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, you don't have any seatbelts." He's like, "You're scaring me, man! You're scaring me! I'm gonna pull over." And he starts to pull over. I'm like, uh, and I found like a middle seatbelt, and I put the middle seatbelt on, and I did not move the rest of the ride. And I started writing a bad review, and he's like, "What are you doing on your phone? Uh, are you having a good time?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No. <laughs> Dude, it was so scary. Did you send him a bad review? I forgot. I forgot. He probably killed somebody. Now he's going to go kill <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah. and it's all your fault. Bro, yeah, so Uber's going to be like, what if Uber calls you? That's a whole other bit we could do is like Uber calling you and be like, oh, yeah. hey, so we just wanted to talk to you about your ride with Raul. Uh, why, uh, why'd you give him five stars, KJ? I, fuck, I forgot. I, listen, he does not deserve five stars, okay? He, he first of all, he, off, he told me of this weird brothel to go to. I don't know who, who would want to go there. I, I, I mean, it's illegal, right? I'm, I'm assuming. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, so this is, this is Alex from Uber. I'm one of our forensic investigators. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just calling to gather some more info. This is not, you're not in trouble. You're not, you know? are you police? No, I'm just a, I'm a Uber forensic inv investigator. I'm not, no, you know, you don't, weird. you don't have to, you're not in trouble. Oh, you know, they got, they got. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Yeah, sure. Whatever. So if you don't mind, I just, just couple formality. It's just formalities. You know what I mean? We just got to do this. Okay. It's, yeah. Whatever. It, you know right. how it is. Let's get it's this a over weird with. thing. You got probably weird shit at your job, right? Yeah. People pissing in the pool and, sh and shitting on walls and stuff. What? They, Where do you work? I work at the pool. People piss in the pool. People piss in the pool. You know, like kids and shit. Is it a pool that I would go to? Is it like near me? Do you like going to the mall? Yeah, it's in it's in the mall. It's the only pool in America in the mall. So they call and people it, piss in that pool. Yeah, it's called Park. My mall kids mall. go to that pool. Well, it's probably your kid that's pissing in the pool. Honestly, yeah, you're right. All it kids probably do. is my kid. Feels my good. kid fucking sucks. Anyway, so like I said, just you know, you've got your normal form formalities that you got to do. I got to do. You know, it may, so we're like we're kind of it's like we're kind of like in this together. Just you know what I'm yeah, I just want to get this over with. So, so talk to me about this this Raul guy. Um, was there anything suspicious about him? Um, I mean, now honestly, now that I think about it, the thing that really sticks out was he was wearing uh, fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves, and and you didn't think to maybe tell us about that. Well. Why would why would I tell you about that? I mean, I feel like I've seen people with fingerless gloves. You, you know, I, I feel like at the you like do a, you I, see people with fingerless you, gloves. I see like in movies, like people yeah. race race car drivers and stuff in, like in that. In the movies, I feel so because, I feel like people wear so, those. So, KJ, what you're saying is 
is that because in the movies people wear fingerless gloves, when you see people wearing fingerless gloves in non-movies, you don't think anything. No, of it. what are you getting at? Okay, I seen him with fingerless gloves. He asked him. Yeah, he that's told, okay. He, it's okay. So, okay. so this Raul guy, he's wearing fingerless gloves for some reason. That doesn't bother you. What doesn't, else? Uh, so he he turned around. He said, "Are you ready for this?" And I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, let's get going." Now, can, just so we have an idea. What was like the tonality that he used when he said, he had, are you ready for this? He had one eye closed, and I don't know exactly why he had one eye closed. He wasn't winking at me, but one eye was closed. The other eye was already on the road. So he turned around like he, he, was, he, was, like he was getting ready to peel off like really quick. So I immediately go for my seatbelt. The only seatbelt is the middle seatbelt. So I, of course, ask him, hey, uh, can, you, can you wait a second? You put my seatbelt on. He does not hear me, I think. I think, you know, on Uber where it says, like, this guy has hearing problems, hearing or deaf. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he was one of the deaf drivers. So I, you know, I was like, maybe deaf people wear gloves and have uh, one eye closed when they drive just so they have their senses a little, little more honed in. So, yeah, mono, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, I, everything I that was weird in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I atoned it to deaf people. So there deaf- was nothing that he did and or said that might be of significance for somebody like me. No, I mean, other than what he said, like, are you ready for this? I, I really do think deaf people are just rude and dicks already. Okay. So I thought he was just a dick. Deaf just so person. you know, this is all going on the record. It's, it's recorded. I'm recording everything. Uh, okay. Well, I still stand by that. Deaf people are dicks. So as, as you were saying, so, uh, so last thing you said was deaf people were are dicks, and what else? There was there was nothing. He's not deaf, by the way. Just so you know, he was very very not deaf at all. He's What's not going on? Is he deaf. is he is this a review on me? Well, I'm asking the questions. Okay, okay, I'm asking right, the questions. Right. So, you know, like it's just a formality. You know, it's like I said, it's just look, man, it's just man to man, mano y mano, right? It's not a big deal. Okay. you're not in trouble. Just, all right. But all if right. You, if you could just kind of enlighten me a little okay. bit more about so, some of the things that were going on on your trip with Raul. So I was on vacation. That you gave him five stars for. I was on vacation and I really, I was really hungry. I wanted a quesadilla. So I, I asked him, "Hey, can can we? Go, would you mind going through the drive-through?" And that's, I know a lot of Uber drivers don't want to do that just because it's just wasting time. The they need money, time for them. So I was. Just, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm okay are you ready for this and he kept saying that again mm-hmm. and i was like yeah let's go through the drive-thru so we go through the drive-thru and did he seem like scared did he seem like he sexually seem, aroused he did seem a little scared i didn't see what he was doing with his hands at the time but i i do the gloved hands the, the gloved gloves hands. on them yeah i do remember uh a little uh like a little jar in the middle seat where the the soda goes there was a jar uh with his right hand he cracked open while i was ordering food i seen him scoop like a little dollop of vaseline onto his fingertips and you didn't think to tell us no i thought he was dry i thought he was like i know like i know fingerless gloves i know they could sometimes like you didn't think to write this in your uber review about the dollop of I did write. I did write in my Uber review that he did have weirdly moist fingertips. You did not write that. You did not write that at all. I didn't. No, you did not. Well, I, it might have been somebody else, man. I, 
You know what? I'm sorry, but this is getting so. Go a on. Weird. So you're, you're ordering your burrito. I ordered a quesadilla. You ordered a quesadilla. I ordered a quesadilla. Uh, I heard him close the jar back on there, and then as I was getting ready to pay for the meal, he immediately grabs my hand while I was trying to get the cash to somebody, and the Vaseline slips on my hand a little bit, and then he again, again, he said, "Are you ready for this?" So. Um, just, I have to clarify this. I have to ask this. This is not, it's not like a judgmental thing. Just so you know, yeah. this is not like an official Uber position or anything like that. Um, this is just a yes or no question. Okay. What Raul p- reports is that at approximately 1300 hours, basically, you know, maybe five after that sort of thing, uh, you received your quesadilla. Yeah. You then threw it back at the woman who served it to you in her face, said, do you seriously think this is a quesadilla? And grabbed her and tried to rub salsa in her eyes. And that he then tried to restrain you. And that you then put salsa in his eyes. Yes, that is true. That You did do that. I did do that. I see. So... I, before or after, according to you, he said, are you ready? Okay. So if I could just, I'm just seeking to understand. Okay. So I think you have it wrong a little bit. So after I got my meal back, it wasn't the right meal. I had a cheese quesadilla. They put meat on it. I'm trying to go vegan. Okay. I don't fucking want meat on my cheese quesadilla. So I throw it back at this dumb bitch's face. I got a little bit of salsa. I didn't get a lot of salsa. I got a little bit of salsa because I wanted to save some for later. Threw it at her face. It only hit her hair. She she looked like she was wearing a wig anyways, this dumb bitch. She can't grow hair on her head or anything. And what, what is, what's wrong I hate with that? that shit. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying I'm just mono like you. Mono. I'm so with you with mono, mono. Grow your own hair. Mono, right? mono. That's so right. I throw it back at her and uh, Raul pulls over. He's like, I will not have anybody like you in my car get out i told raul hey man like you know how these bitches be and he looks at me with that same look he told me before and he he, he didn't say are you ready for this this time he got out the car and i i seen at that point raul left the keys in his ignition so i i'm like hey man before you get out turn your car off you know just so he saves gas or whatever so i take the keys i think he might have thought like i might be stealing the car or something so the, i grab it the keys, he tries to reach for it. Uh, the keys fall in the Vaseline because uh, I guess he opened it up again and forgot to close it. And then I seen that they did that. And I was like, hey, Raul, let's not go any further than this. And I had a salsa in my left hand, Vaseline in my right hand. And he's like, don't you fucking touch my Vaseline, you cuck. And I was, I was, that's when he I got cuck. He called, yeah, you he called cuck. me cuck. That's when I got super fucking scared. And it was just a re- reaction. My left hand had open salsa from throwing it at that lady. It was a reaction where I got, I jumped, I got scared. And the salsa flew up and went to his eye. This is the one, the one that was open. And he started panicking. He started panicking. He's like, get out, get out, get out. My Vaseline, my Vaseline, my Vaseline. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an accent like that. So uh, this is what I heard. Maybe the mm-hmm. salsa like triggered something in his, in his eye. So, I was like, hey, man, I just I just I just want my ride. I just want my ride in my cheese quesadilla. So I get out. I take my cheese quesadilla. Uh, I had meat on it. I had to pick it out. Sucked. Uh, then I, I by chance, because I thought I had the salsa in my left hand, it turned out to be the Vaseline with the keys in it. So I ran away and I didn't know until now. So you, you ran out of the car until you. Yeah, I, I just realized I still have the Vaseline with okay. me now. It has keys in it. I didn't know it was his. I see. So, well, now I'll okay. give it back to so him. So I'm just seeking to understand. You know, it's you know, he said, he said, whatever. You say something, he says something. 
I'm just trying to understand. Did the lady call the cops? So did the lady salsa? So we can we can get into into that. Um, salsa hair lady. So she she did she did call the cops. The cops did come. Um, she is now blind. I threw it in her hair. She's still blind. Must have been him. Must she have. was. It, at the end of the day, she wasn't blind before she gave you that quesadilla, and now she is. Check her papers. Check her papers. She might be an illegal. Okay, so again, just not. You know what I mean, man. Like, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to understand. So, uh, you know, according to him, according to Raul, what happened was you got in the car and you had a full dollop of salsa on your on your two fingers yeah and you'd said do what i say or i'm going to give you what's coming to you okay. which he assumed meant more salsa in his eye yes or no is that is that to the best of your recollection what happened? Yes. Although I do not remember having that much salsa because I... You don't think you had a full dollop? What, how much, what do you think you had? I had about a half a dollop. Do you don't think that was enough? How, how hot was the salsa, do you think? It was like, uh, it was red sauce, so some Was it habanero? It was, it was hot habanero. Because, I, I mean, again, I don't know. Wasn't there. He claims it was at least habanero, maybe Carolina Reaper. It was hot habanero. I, I, it's the kind that Los Panchos sells. Uh, sometimes they have a habanero only on the weekends. So this is Sunday. So obviously they might have ran out or something like okay. that. So I wanted to save it. So he uh, claims. I did yell at him a little bit. I did yell at him a little bit. Okay. I will admit to that. Okay. So what uh, were some of the things that you were yelling? Uh, well, I was very, I was very nice. I was just clearly stating you fucking piece of shit. You better go drive this fucking car to my house. And when I mean go, I mean go. And he looked at me all weird and he's just like, why are you getting all aggravated? And I was like, I don't have fucking time for you. You fucking spick fuck. And, and then, uh, th then I realized like, man, I'm being rude. I'm being really mean and I shouldn't say these types of things. So I calmed down. I put the dollop of salsa back in my pocket to save for later but then as i my hand was in my pocket i realized i had silly putty from the night before and i and, and why on just so silly why in the fuck i would like you have silly i like putty? silly putty like, why wouldn't an adult man have silly so putty me just I, in his pocket i like silly putty i like playing with it. it calms you down i get angry it calms you down wouldn't it have like tons of pocket lint and all that that's the problem. Okay. Hear, hear me out. So yeah. you, I, I have a little like a package to put this, the my salsa in, and then I have a separate package to put my um, the Silly Putty in. So I usually in the mornings, I read the newspaper, I take the Silly Putty, and I put it on the newspaper so I could like look at the Silly Putty and read the newspaper on my Silly Putty. And that morning, I was in a rush. Before I called th this guy, I... I forgot he showed up two minutes too early. He was there supposed to be four minutes. It was two minutes, and I was still fucking reading my newspaper. So I put the silly putty in my pocket, not knowing. And everybody knows when you put silly putty in your pocket, it fucks up your whole jeans because yeah. it lint, and you can't get it out of your pocket. Right. So when I said, "Hey, I'll calm down," I put the I I realized the silly putty was still in my pocket. And it's ruined, and it fucking ruined my jeans. And that's when I got mad. Okay, that's, that's when okay. I got hey, so sad. Look, you don't gotta yell at me, man. I'm 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 on your side, man. I'm just I'm just here. I'm just gathering facts. Silly putty fucks up jeans, okay? Yeah. And I feel I like... Mean, I didn't need to... 
He to did try that. that. I, I knew that already. He I just did that to that. me. Yeah. He showed up two minutes too early to pick me up, and I realized you that. You didn't think you could put it like on the table or anything other than Listen, your pocket? you know was when there, an Uber... There was no, not a garbage can, not on your sidewalk. The, the worst thing dog, in the world... There was literally nowhere you could put it other than your pocket. The worst thing in the world... Obviously, you don't throw away silly putty. It's, it's reusable. I do all the time. I have kids... I throw them out all the time. They you fucking gotta, put them in their asshole and shit. Kids are crazy. Well, you got to collect it, and over time, it becomes a big ball, and that's what it was. And he, out of 15 years of me keeping silly putty, he ruined it. He ruined it, and I think it was his fault, and I know it was his fault. So can you bring him up on the phone and or yell at him more? Is Raul he- is, um, you know, we can we can get into that. But, um, again, you know, I... I wasn't there. I don't know what actually happened. I'm just trying to piece together what happened. Girl. Okay, so I got you talking. I got him talking. Now, what what Raul says is that you didn't put away the dollop, that you held it right next to his eye, yeah, and you said Hong Kong Hotel, and according to him, he didn't know what Hong Kong Hotel was, and you didn't explain anything. You just kept screaming. Hong Kong Hotel. Not even the word like go to the Hong Kong Hotel. You just kept screaming Hong Kong Hotel. And and he assumed that if you didn't figure out what it was, how to get there, that you were going to start rubbing habanero salsa into his eye. Yes or no, is that what happened? Yes. Yes? Okay. Answer me this. You know what Hong Kong Hotel is, don't you? I mean, obviously, everybody knows what the Hong Kong Hotel is, yeah. So I expect him to know Hong Kong Hotel is. He's a fucking Uber driver. Right, right. So really, okay, yeah, I had a little bit left on my finger, and I put it next to his eye. So what color is it? Red. And what color is the Hong Tel Hotel? Red. Maybe it would trigger something in his mind, and if he didn't go for it, then, you know, it, it's, just his, it's his fault. It's his fault. He should you, know where Hong Kong Hotel is. Your normal thought process. That's one of the best hotels like, out there. Is is your normal thought process to think that other people will connect things as abstract as the color of salsa to the color of a hotel? Hong Kong Hotel has the best women, has the best food, has the best service I've ever had in my whole life. Okay. Hong Kong Hotel has a policy. Come one, come all. 15 days or less. Unlimited free condoms, too. Unlimited free condoms. I, I, I am a big fan of that place. But um, that's not the point. So the point, though, is, is that according to him, you essentially hijacked him via a dollop of habanero salsa and forced him mm-hmm. to drive across the border to the Hong Kong Hotel. Yes. yes or no? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I okay. Yeah. I. He knows this, and you know this, and you know Hong Kong Hotel has frame broiled burgers, and you know how good those burgers are after They're twelve in the morning. Good. I've had one time. I was so drunk. I thought I only had two, but then the next day I woke up and there on the receipt it said fourteen burgers. I had to figure out a way to explain to my wife. Because, you know, I mean, like, it's the Hong Kong Hotel. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I I was being a good boy that night. I didn't do anything. But the bill was so fucking big that she just assumed that I used a credit card to pay for a hooker. And I'm like, honey, I would never get a hooker with a credit card. 
It was just burgers. Honey, why it do you keep... It was just fucking burgers. Honey, why do you keep going to Hong Kong? I thought you were going on a business trip again. I thought you were going to Mexico. Why do you keep going to Hong Kong? Why On this receipt, it says you bought 14 burgers. It's the Hong Kong Hotel in Tijuana, and they've got... the um, These burgers, I'm telling you, they're so good. So I bought them for the whole crew. The whole crew... Uh, there was 14 of us. I talked to Nancy last night, and he said you weren't with Jeff. Jeff is said he wasn't with you on that business trip. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't. What was that noise? Um, what? No, I don't know what you're talking Are about. Are you eating hamburgers as we speak right no, now? No, 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 no. Are you just trying to get around the fact that I actually know what Hong Kong Hotel is? What, what? Okay, that's hilarious. What do you think... Honey, what do you think the Hong Kong Hotel is? Hong Kong, Hong Kong Hotel was started in 1920 when Ching Mr. Ving came over from China and he realized he could start a business by selling women and their vaginal increments in, and putting it into the Hong Kong burgers. He realized the Hong Kong burger secret sauce was actually pussy woman juice and it would keep these men horny and hungry and keep on coming back for more. So you have been cheating on me with... The Eating Hong a Kong burger hotel. is not the same as cheating on you, and we agreed on that. We agreed on that. I just can't take this anymore. I just, I just, you know what? You, you take Hong Kong, your cut, hotel. Cut back to Uber driver, to forensic Uber driver Alex speaking with uh, Uber, Uber customer. I, I told you, like, the, the, the level of service there is some of the best service I had in- Yeah, it's so good. In forever. So good. I mean, yeah. I think, honestly, I think I'm going to go there now. Do you- Usually, who do you request? What do you mean? I usually get Teresa. Oh, I get Veronica. 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 And uh, is she the one with the cobwebs over her nipples? She's the one with the cobwebs over her nipples. She has a. Uh, she's from. She's Russian. I think she has a Russian accent. I see. Accent. Okay. Always crying. I've always thought about about getting her, but you know, you just got to stick with what you know, right? So anyway, again, I'm with you. You know what I mean? I get it, man. Hong Kong Hotel. Obviously, I've been there. Right. Um. Never hijacked a car to get there, though. So that's kind of a different thing. I didn't... Hi- so, I didn't- just... Again, wasn't there... Were you high? Was it... Were yeah. you on PCP or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, you were on PCP. Yes, of course. I, so that would explain a whole lot, right? It, it I mean, actually... Like, anybody would do that, like, if they were yeah. on PCP. So, like I, I, like I said, like, we all have our vices. Right. Burger, exactly. Burger Boy over Burgers. here. Me, PCP. Teresa, Veronica. Veronica, Cobwebs, Tears. I just, honestly, everything about Hong Kong Hotel, they even have their own PCP service. Yeah. Yeah. They have that uh, Hong Kong Hotel Visa Rewards card. Did you ever get that no, one? No, what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, 5% back. Interesting. It's very interesting. 5% back on all uh, expenditures in the Hong Kong Hotel. And then 1% back on, um, have you ever seen the Armadillo Museum out in uh, the Navajo Reservation? Is that on Thursdays or Fecal Fridays? Fecal Fridays. Fecal Fridays. Okay, I haven't been to Fecal Fridays yet, but I really want to try that out. Yeah, interesting. I didn't didn't get it because I was scared my wife was going to see it. Anyway, so going back to uh, what what you were saying, you know, you PCP is your vice. Anything else? Any other vices that it might be important to know about? Um, oh, everybody does marijuana, obviously. But now mm-hmm. that it's legal, it's lost the edge for me. Yeah. So, so that's a, that's a thing for you is the edge. Yeah, the edge, like the how illegal it is. So PCP, obviously, like bath salts. What? You know they got dwarves there too, by the way. 
Yeah, like the Hong Kong hotel. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Of course. I just always try to tell everybody that goes like, you got to check out the the dwarf show that they've I got. I just don't it's, like. I just don't like their legs. Yeah, they just look like just. It's little, not for everybody. Yeah, they just look like fat little marshmallows, and I, I can't. You know, now that you say it, and it kind of do. It kind of it kind of does, and it really again. I like the perfect piece of uh, marshmallow, which resembles a silly putty, and I just can't come to fuck a piece of perfect silly putty. Yeah, so, crazy thing about them is you can literally have like five dwarves on you at the same time, like crawling on you. Yeah. I, I cannot. I actually cannot even imagine that. And if I do, I will probably. Actually, you know what? I am. As of now, I am going to quit PCP because what you just put in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, again, though, I'm just. You get it. Like, I get it. You and I, totally I get it now. We're totally like on the same page. Hey, can here, I, right? can I just want to so, say, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you. Mm-hmm. Sorry to the Uber family. Yeah, that that's okay. Um, thank so, you. Um, yeah, thank you for that. So. Wasn't there, you know, he says something, you say something. I'm just stuck in the middle here, trying to piece it all together, right? Um, so you go to the Hong Kong hotel. He, he hijacks it. According to him, he, he said that you were concerned that you weren't going to be able to get a ride back. So yep. you... Grabbed him by his neck, yep. still holding the habanero salsa right next to his eye. Yeah. And said, I will fucking blind you. If you leave. If you leave. Mm-hmm. And then escorted him into the Hong Kong hotel. Tied him up. Yes. He never mentioned anything about a Veronica. He said that you went to the front desk and said, get me the dragon lady. Andrea. Andrea, Andrea the, dragon lady. the dragon lady. And then... What he said was, you he took you to a room. I took him to the room. And said, stand in the corner and watch. Yep. And I, if you don't fucking watch, I'm going to blind you with this salsa. Yep. And you, he said, somehow managed to never drop the dollop of salsa. <laughs> it didn't evaporate, nothing. You then laid down on the floor, and the dragon lady comes in. And according... To him, the first thing she did was she's wearing a red uh, leather suit. Yes. First thing she did was throw up on your face. Yeah, exactly. Red, hot. And he said that you pitched the biggest tent he's ever seen (laughs) in his life. He said it was the most uncomfortable situation he's ever been. And this is a man who wears fingerless gloves while he's driving. So... (laughs) Look, I mean, I get it, man. I've thought about doing the same thing, too. You know, I get it, right? It's like, you know, so whatever. Is, is any of that true? Or is How much of that all, is, is true? All of it's true, other than the fact that when I took him in, I did get Veronica, the dragon lady. She did walk us up there. She left for a minute. I wanted to remain powerful, and I wanted him to remain vigilant. Because if I, for once... Lost my cool in front of Hernandez, uh, Fernando, Raul, or yeah. Raul is. He would, he would run away. Mm-hmm. So I took the closest thing I could find, which was my cheese quesadilla, now covered in chili putty. I put it in his mouth, tied that around his mouth, so he would just shut up and not scream. Yeah, that's worst, what he said. Okay. The worst thing in the world is losing your tent 
to a fucking bathroom. Me too, man. Screaming bloody I've murder. There. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all. They're, uh, it's really weird. Where uh, I made the mistake of bringing my kids to the Hong Kong hotel just because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have your kids with you. Yeah. You got to get your rocks off. Yeah. But you don't really. You can't just like get rid of them, right? I mean, some people do that, but you could pay them. I'm extra. not a monster. Yeah. So I took them and I shoved them in the closet, and I can't remember who I was with. And then, yeah, one of them was like, yeah, I need water. And they came out of the closet and they saw me getting pegged and they just started screaming. And, man, you want to talk about a boner killer. Yeah, anyway. immediately, immediately. You know, I just reference for next time, get Leslie. She's really good with kids. Yeah. Leslie, she's very, very. I could use that for sure. So, anyway, you were saying, though. Yes, so I finally shut him up, put the silly putty chili powder in his mouth because you know the chili, the chili putty, the it's all it's a combination of a bunch of stuff. It's a cheese quesadilla, it's the hot sauce that fell off originally. You're basically making putty. a new Hasbro toy, is is is, is what I'm getting at. Don't is know, that it? I don't know what that is. Okay, that's so I uh, put it in his mouth. He finally shut up, and then at that point, I really, I really thought about uh, killing myself. I really thought about. Doing a murder suicide, um, not with him, but with the dragon lady. I wanted to shoot her in the head, and so you had a gun. No. Oh, okay. No, but I, you know, because that would have been weird to use the salsa if you had a gun. No, most no, no, people no, no, would no. just use a gun. I, the gun was downstairs, and you still are holding the dollop of salsa. I mean, that, according to him, you yeah. never, ever, even dripped yeah. a little salsa out of that out of that dollop it was in your from, two fingers. It there. was from a combination of things. It was from the Vaseline which made my fingers Makes sticky. Makes sense. Makes sense. So it was a combination of those two things. And my pure willpower to remain vigilant and scaring this buffoon. So by the time uh she comes in the dragon lady, I washed off my guilt of wanting to kill her because I knew if I killed her I had to at least get rid of the body they have a bunch of security there I want to the most reason why I but they go, have I a whole go. thing of that they have like a body shoot and all that I think do they I think so they would be cool with it because <sighs> I, I, it's just very expensive okay, okay I don't it's have that not much like money. that they're cool with it. I don't it's have just, much money yeah. and, and I, I stole a bunch of Raul's money the so. way it was explained to me is you definitely need like a cool 100 at least hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay. I don't have that much money. Yeah. I wouldn't really do it if until you at okay. least have that much money. So, anyways, yeah. Every every bit about that part is true uh, to the T. Um, even if it's going on record and my wife finds out, hey, I just want to say to my wife, should have did it. Should have killed me when you had the chance. I took the kids away from you. I hide them every night. You cannot find them. You should have killed me because if you if you, if you snitch on me now, you'll never find the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I wasn't there, obviously. I mean, like, oh, I want to say I, something else. I, to I my just got to say, real quick, I'm really starting to, I feel like we, you and I are like really bonding. Yeah. Hell you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're really starting to like get to know each other. And you just seem like a really stand up Thanks, guy, man. You, you know? sound really cool, too. It sounds like your position on life is really solid and and uh, something else we can connect on is uh maybe just going to uh hong kong yeah yeah well, well we, we could circle back to that just um hold on to that so again you know i'm just <laughs> just trying to figure it out you know i, I, I told you everything well so sure. then so then what raul says is that um you went up to him and said 
hey, man, can you spot me? And he was like, spot you? What? And then he was like, you know, spot me. And, like, you, like, brought yeah. the salsa a lot closer to his eyes. And then he thought, like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then you were like, fucking pay for the fucking bitch. And he was like, I don't have that much money. And you were like, you better shit out that fucking money. And then he apparently paid for the dragon lady yep. on his credit card, which is a shame he didn't have the Hong Kong rewards card because that would have been 5% back right then and there. Yeah, but whatever. Money. I mean, I get Easy it if in the moment, you know. And he paid for it. And then you said, okay, now take me back. I need another quesadilla. Yeah. Is that correct? I was fucking hungry as hell, and I, I only eat Los Reyes Mexican food, cheese quesadillas, so at all is correct. He did pay for it, and I did mention the rewards card. But he just didn't. He what did, did he, he not? He, something about Some kind of his, moral apprehension I think, or something? I think it's something okay. morally, because what, what we used to buy it, it was some... Very flimsy. He kind said of, that the card was declined multiple yes. times, and that he had to call the credit card. That's why I thought it was flimsy. It. That's okay. why I thought it was flimsy because he paid for it. it didn't he go said through. it was the single most humiliating moment of his life, except for the, what would happen after that. He said it didn't go through. Well, that's interesting because whatever happened after that wasn't that bad. So it was. So he paid for the card. I thought it was one of those flimsy ones. It doesn't have the chip. Something's wrong with it. And I was like, hey man, use a different card. Take it out of your ass if you need to. That's probably what he's talking. Oh, about. I see. So he he did luckily have a different credit card on him that didn't go through. Then he had to pay for. Then he had to call the credit card company, and tell him it was a business trip or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I don't feel bad for this, but I think it might be the point where uh, me and Dragon Lady took the PCP. Uh, started getting all weird. So I started getting all crazy. Mm. So Understandable. I, I asked him to spot me again, mm -hmm. and he's like, "What the hell? I, I gave you enough money." Why do I need to spot you again? Mm -hmm. Start getting saucy with me. That's what I call somebody who's is, is getting wild up. That's very intuitive. I, I get uh, that. Yeah, you're getting too saucy. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. get the, the hot sauce close to their eyes, and then they calm down. Uh, and I was getting too saucy, boy. And then he he said, uh, well, I don't know if you spot what do you mean. And I was like, come up behind me, okay, while I'm plowing Dragon Lady. I'm going to grab her ribs from the front. And uh, do uh, a dragon boy technique where you grab the ribs, you open them up Ooh. from the outside, Ooh. and you're going to need a lot of force. This is why I need him to spot me. I need him to spot my back because I'm going to be squatting down, and I'm going to need him to hold my, hold my hips, and I'm going to rip her rib cage open and pull it back so it looks like a dragon. And don't worry. She's, she's had some ribs removed, so it could okay. be stretchy, and she could take that pain. I wasn't really worried about it, but okay. Um, but yeah, and I need him to spot me. This motherfucker ends up spotting me, but I guess I didn't know this. He had something against this. He had something against, you know, he had something against. What? Do you know what it was? He didn't tell you? No. He had something against tattoos on butt cheeks. Mm. I think that's what it was. Cause I have a, a lot of people do. I, ha I have a tattoo on my butt cheek. Mm. It's worse when it's a man. Really? I think so. It's on my right side. It says, hang him high. And he do, he didn't like that for some reason. I think because of the tattoos on butt cheeks. He might be homophobic or something. Could and, be. Could and, be. Um, you never know these days. And that's the last time I saw him. See, that's not what he says, though. And I mean, I believe you. I believe you. But see, what he says is, and maybe you don't remember this because of the PCP. What he says was 
that you guys came out and that his car, uh, when they came out, there was no wheels or anything. like It was basically vandalized. Mm. They took the doors off and all that. And he started screaming and crying. And you said, what the fuck are you crying up, bitch? This is nothing. I'll give you something to cry about. Mm. And then you then went up to a tractor trailer. Yes. Punched the window, put the salsa near the tractor trailer driver's eyes, <laughs> and said, I'm going to fucking blind you if you don't get out of the car. And the guy gets out of the car, and then instead of him driving or you just hijacking that, you made Raul drive the tractor trailer, oh. which was a stick shift. And he's like, I don't know how to drive a stick shift. And this is 22 gears. And you said, I'm going to give you 22 fucking reasons to learn how to drive this thing. And he was like, that doesn't make any sense. And you said, just fucking drive it or I'm going to blind you. And then he somehow manages to get the tractor trailer to the border, at which point you guys were stopped. And then they searched the vehicle. They found drugs. You said you were just hitching a ride with him. Yeah, I remember this. And now. he got arrested. Yeah. And he then, you know, goes to prison or yeah. with the Homeland Security uh, for attempting to smuggle drugs over the border. And you, I guess, did you walk home? I actually thought about bailing him out. I do remember this. This was towards the end of the night, probably going actually into three in the morning. We That's stayed right. there for a few hours. Yeah. Um, I thought about bailing him out. I felt really bad. I just I love helping people and I, I really like thought about in that moment that if I get him out of jail I can I can save this man's life because his life's probably fucked up he can't do uber anymore I don't yes. even know how he how he uh he, he ended up in the police mm. I remember like saying I was hitching around with him but why did they pull him out was it because of the drugs were they his drugs uh there was something in the ballpark of I, I think it was like 30 kilos of cocaine that was uh, that, in the tires. It's probably that tractor yeah. trailer guy. It's probably that tractor trailer guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that was the end of it. I uh, I did I did go up to the, the security guard that was guarding, um, you know, the tractor trailer at the time. I paid him off. I got the cocaine out of there, crossed the border myself. That took a little bit of bricks with me, did a lot of cocaine, found some hookers, did some cocaine with them. Uh, we all went back across the border. We went to a restaurant, spent some money, uh, probably spent a little bit of money, nothing. We sold some more cocaine while we are out there. And then um, I got a call from my buddy, Jose. He says, hey, we got this guy. Um, you know, he, he thinks he knows you. Uh, do you want to get him out? I'm friends with the cartel there. So I was mm. like, you know what? I do need to ride home. My legs are a little tired. So I paid off the government there and uh, I knew somebody at the police station he was stationed at. They took him out. And uh, I remember seeing his face when he came out of jail. He started he started crying, mm. not in a way of like, oh, why me? But like a, a little tear. Yeah. Walked, ran down his face. And he said that. He was brutalized in that prison. Brutalized. He didn't, he didn't really say anything more than that. He just used the word brutalized, and that's it. He didn't He's say anything happy. more. He's probably happy I got him out. Probably. I mean, you definitely did him a solid. Yeah, so I hope he's okay. I remember... What happened? I remember going in... Yeah, I remember breaking into another car. 
and then telling him to get in the front. Um, he said, he said, you're not the boss of me anymore. Mm. I've grown tough from jail. He said prison changed him. Yeah, yeah. So he was acting a little saucy. And I had one of the girls, you know, behind me. I, I have them hold the sauce in their fingers. So I was all like, <laughs> and did a little whistle. Mm-hmm. That means sauce them up. Right. She goes to sauce them up. And this is, I do not like, I don't like violence. I don't like women getting beat. He grabs that woman's finger, snaps it. Mm. And that's when I was too far. And I was like, hey, Jose. No way, Jose. I told him. Right. It's not a rule though, but yeah. And I was like, don't, don't, you hit women. And um, other women started screaming. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And I started screaming at the other woman. She got out, tried to run away. I luckily had a throwing knife in my back pocket. You brought it over the border? Yeah, the, yeah I paid him off. Uh. I threw it, hit her. I think she got away. Um, and I told Raul, man, like, hey, we're cool. And he was just, he, he said, um, he said yes. Yeah. So so I guess the reason why I'm calling uh, today. Is uh, he okay? Um, I mean, I missed that guy. Define okay. Like, is he still able to eat, sleep, um, just live life I, to the I, fullest? I, I would say him, no to all of those. Why? Is it, did he pass away? No, he's still sort of alive. Um, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist or whatever, but he does, you know, in my um, correspondence with him, he seems like a shell of a man. Mm. You know, he seems really shooken. Uh, and that's kind of why I wanted to get into this is that he gave you one star and that's your third one star. And so this is Fuck. why Uber, you know, we're calling because you gave him five stars. He gave you one star and that's your third one star. And that normally would mean, you know, three strikes you're out. So we're just calling to get some more information okay. and but figure you th- that but, 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 but hearing what you told me today and I told you we're cool, right? You don't you're not going to give me another strike. I need Uber, man. I, how else am I going to get across the border? Without Listen, walking. Um, Come on, man. Yeah, no, this isn't going to work. It, you, can't, you can't drive Uber. 